What's going on, you guys? This is Ian McKenzie with the Average Bros Fitness Podcast. I am joined by a very, very special guest. This is Miss Emily Randon. Hi, guys. So here's the deal with Miss Emily Randon. She is a three-time swimsuit competitor and winner at the Miss Louisiana pageant. She has her bachelor's degree in exercise science, and she is a very long pageant competitor and fitness enthusiast. So I'm going to get right into it, Emily. What got you into the pageants? What was the thing that drew you so, to it? So, yeah, so I actually did my first pageant in college. Um, okay. It was the title Miss Southeastern Louisiana University. Yeah. And I was interested in competing for several reasons. I've always been interested in fitness, and that is a huge phase of competition. Yeah. yeah. But also, the interview phase of competition was something that interested me um, the philanthropy side, and lastly, the talent phase of competition, I think, is just super fun. And that was one of the reasons why I got started in pageantry. Yeah, yeah. And what was the thing about like when you started into it what was the thing you struggled with like in the beginning what was the one thing that kind of totally a problem yes so i am a classically trained ballerina so i have grown up on stage Um, my dad's a photographer so i've always had the camera in my face so i don't really have stage fright or in front of the camera but i had never spoken on stage and held a microphone until my first pageant so So getting ready for like the interview part the interview phase that was something that it was like a missing hole and uh pageantry has really helped me to come to become more well-rounded in that yeah yeah and when you guys are going through like the pageant prep and I know that it's very it's very extensive you guys have to take into account all different facets of your life when preparing for this thing mm-hmm. what was your your prep like what was a day in the life of Emily up to these pageants right right yeah. I think that's a big difference from bodybuilding I know you've done bodybuilding before yeah. or physique competitions and it's different because you only have to worry about your body exactly. you don't have to sit there and worry about saying anything yes. you just have to worry about looking pretty totally totally yeah. and a lot of people yeah. don't know that but pageantry is not just about how you look in fact yeah. it's more so about what you are in the inside you know who you are on the inside what you've done with your platform um, the interview phase is I would say the most important phase of competition um, but fitness does go along with that so yeah. in a day in my life you know prepping for Miss Louisiana USA um, it does have to do with fitness so I, I incorporate that in the morning usually I get my fitness done out of the way you know okay. uh, work out in the morning and then interview prep I do a lot of research when it comes to current events yeah. um, it's it's all about being really well-rounded so I think that's one of the main differences between pageantry and physique or bodybuilding and the one thing too I'll ask you this you know with with specifically the fitness portion because Mm -hmm. you've won bikini you've won swimsuit you know what it's like right Mm -hmm. but what what does it take what did you do in your personal life to really make sure that you brought it on stage. What was totally. what was your prep like specifically for fitness? Well, I had never lifted weights. That okay. was something that was new for me. And I started that because of pageantry. Yeah. Um, being a dancer, I had pretty well-developed legs, okay. I would say, but my upper body was lacking. So in order to balance my physique, I started lifting weights. Yeah. Um, and my boyfriend does a lot of bodybuilding, so he helped me a lot with that. And that's sure, actually sure. how me and Ian met was through, through Eric and uh-huh. kinesiology bodybuilding all those things but just surrounding yourself with people that have a knowledge about that and and, an excitement it's really fun and I'm still learning but I just remember when I first started prepping for pageantry I had never lifted a weight in my life and I think
think that's so important for women to realize that when you lift weights, you are not going to become bulky. You are going to become more tone if you do it the right way. So that is something that pageantry has given me, and it's going to continue to give back to me for the rest of my life. Now, we'll ask you a question, though, about the weightlifting part, because you're right. That That is the big misconception that you go into the gym, you're lifting weights and you're going to come out looking like a freak. So, and but truly though, like what was it that you did, whether you had a trainer, or whether mm-hmm. you didn't have a trainer, what was it that caused you to sort of to see yourself as more trimmed, mm-hmm. more fit and specifically you you see muscle kind of showing up on your body. What were the workouts yeah, like? Yeah, it depends on your goals. So, okay. for instance, with my legs like I was saying earlier, I gain muscles really easy in my legs. I'm a sure. dancer. Um, I already have pretty big quads. Yeah, you've been I was doing say. it forever. Yeah, it's, and it's so, it comes um, so my training, you know, there were certain things I took out of my training. Like I stopped running because I noticed that my legs were starting to bulk. Okay. Um, I I wanted to tone my arms more and specifically I wanted to gain uh, wider shoulders because yeah. you know you don't lift weights when you do ballet so I wanted to kind of bulk up a little bit here without you know putting on too much muscle so um, I had worked with a trainer you know for a couple months and he helped me kind of develop my deltoids more but ever since then I've been kind of doing it on my own and just really analyzing I guess what your goals are and yeah. trying to figure out what specific exercises you need to do in order I to like reach that. those goals okay because it's funny because you get into the whole mindset it's a mental game like you think that being fit is not a matter of just like lifting copious amount of weights you think cardio immediately your brain goes to i gotta hop on the treadmill i gotta lose weight i gotta like you know get rid of the layer of fat Mm -hmm. so it's interesting for you guys out there that that you have to take that principle of not being afraid to lift weights because really and truly more muscle you build, the more calories you burn doing absolutely nothing. Exactly. So that's probably exactly. what you experience as it, well. Totally. And something yeah. that I've kind of learned through growing up being athletic, um, I always did sports, you know, before I started dance. So yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard the term muscle confusion. Have you ever heard I have, that? I have. But yeah, I'm yeah. like a huge fan of that. You know, changing okay. up your workouts. So I have friends that, that just get on the treadmill or just get on the elliptical. Yeah. Um, you know, they just do the cardio. Kind of like you're saying, they're scared to lift the weights they're scared to try different things and I think when you're on your fitness journey everybody has something different that they gravitate towards yeah so for instance you know I've taken yoga classes before didn't like them you know taking kickboxing yeah, with you kick, it's, yeah. It's whatever yoga's like really yeah now maybe it. I just yeah. haven't had a good instructor but you know yeah. for instance Pilates I love Pilates I never would have known that had I not tried it so um, you know just try different things like something sure. that I want to try is cycling I don't know if you've ever done that I've never I, but but that's a that's a good point because Cycling is like a mixture of the cardio and the fitness, the yeah. weightlifting aspect. So you got resistance yeah. and everything. So it all it all bundles together into one. It's a better a better goal mm-hmm. toward fitness as opposed to just burning something you're building and you're burning you and know? it's fun too yeah. you know like soul cycle it's almost like a cult like people love it they do you they, like soul cycle i've never tried it oh i really want to. I want, um, to I want to yeah. <laughs> i know but you know yeah. some people you know they might fall in love with kickboxing i've tried it i didn't like it you know but it just depends on what you love and that's yeah. you're not going to know until you try a bunch of different things so i would say just keep an open mind and just try different things and okay. and always go for that muscle confusion you that's know once that you yeah. start to get in a rut and you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're getting bored with it that's when you need to try something new interesting and then i'll i'll ask you this too because ballet was a big part of it right ballet Mm -hmm. was your talent you've been doing ballet forever so what what could people take from ballet 
to maybe apply to their fitness lifestyle? Like, because that's that's a tough one. People don't know. I think ballet is wonderful because bodybuilders back in the day did ballet. Yeah, like they, they, they did probably ballet. still do and don't yeah. even say about. It. Yeah, yeah. They it's don't so say so there is obviously something there that people could take and apply. So what is it about ballet that people can use? Well, ballet is essentially HIIT training. Okay. Um, it's short bursts of high interval training. We have exercises at the bar okay. that. You, you know, you wouldn't believe how high your heart rate can get. And you're literally holding onto the bar, but you're using every muscle in your body. So it's highly controlled. Um, but then there's also types of ballet, like adagio is what it's called, where it's very slow and controlled movements where you're, you know, holding your leg in the air and your leg is shaking. So that's more of like an elongated movement. So ballet builds very long, lean muscles. And something okay. I would say, if you kind of want that that body shape you could always take a bar class but just incorporating stretching into your workouts is going to help you build that long lean muscle i like that yeah so it was so it was like a perfect marriage of stretching and and hit and hit yeah and isometric stuff so it's like holding and so it was everything brought together which is yeah. interesting because it's not like it's not weighted per se it's your body weight it's your body weight yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but it brings in the the thought of like how calisthenics can can help you. I mean, I mean, I'm sure a ballet workout is freaking nuts. So I'm sure it, it you sweat, you hate it, all that stuff. So, and that's calisthenics. Like calisthenics is sort of the secret weapon. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and yeah. there's different aspects to ballet. You know, you have your short, fast movements, the okay. jumping. That's like the called the petit allegro. Yeah. And then you have like your big jumps. That's like your huge bursts, like where you're really using the your legs to leap the in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have you know, all kinds of different movements in ballet. And I think that's why I love that whole idea of muscle confusion because ballet is one of those sports, I would yeah. consider a sport, it where a you're sport. doing yeah, sure. a lot of different things with your body. Sometimes you're doing slow movements, sometimes you're doing fast. So um, that's one of the reasons why I love ballet and I could sit here and talk about it forever. But, but it's cool um, though, and, and it's, yeah. it, it does. It has a very strong implication on how people can make their exercise different. It's got, totally. yeah, no, it really does. Cause you can take, you take all that stuff in ballet and people probably look at it, you know, and go, oh, it's ballet. It can't be that hard. And, and then, you know, you're talking right now with the calisthenics and the holding and all that stuff. The and control. That's the control. Yes. And, and so bodybuilders, for you guys doing recreational bodybuilding, if you go into the gym, the control and the mind-muscle connection is probably really what comes into play with mm -hmm. ballet. Totally, it, it is a huge mind-body connection. I yeah. think ballet, and you know my athletic background, but really specifically ballet is what helps me in the gym with that mind-body connection. Okay, because that's good. Yeah. you know when you're lifting weights and you're you know time is it time over tension that they it's, talk about. It's a bunch time of time under tension, under tension right. but yeah, I mean, there's a you few know, aspects. Really, yeah. just like being engaged when yeah. you work out I think is really important um, listening to your body that's something Feeling huge it. that yeah. that I always push for is like you know if you feel crappy when you're working out you're probably not going to get a work good workout in you know yeah, whereas yeah. like if you have a really good mindset you're really connected with your body you're like I really feel like working legs today or I really feel like you know that's when I feel like you get the best workouts that's true though and that's that's exactly what people need to realize as well and and they can you know, going into the gym with that healthy mindset and knowing that it's it's about it's about thinking about your muscles as opposed to just lifting heavy ass weights. Right. It's it's putting the brain to it, zen you know, 
zoning out to your muscles basically totally so, and then on the yeah. flip side of that you know um injuries yeah. there, a lot of times when we're not listening to our bodies and we're like today's leg day i don't care you know i'm gonna lift it really heavy you could end up with a knee injury or hip injury or an ankle injury that is going to put you out and put you behind in the long run so i think it's really important to listen to your body and to, yeah. and to train it in the ways that it tells you to train that's true that, that, that's a good one yeah yeah listen to it so listen to your bodies guys come on (laughs) and to kind of like tag along to that um another like big fitness tip that i have is to to get enough sleep you know a lot of people um and like i said earlier it is important to train in the morning you know to get up and train but if you you know wake up and you just feel like horrible yeah you know you're not going to have a good workout you're probably going to end up eating more that day you know listen to your body and take a rest day like i've i've done that many times where you know, I'm just like, oh, I really feel like working out today. It's almost like that guilt, you know? But when you listen to your body, you're gonna get more in the long run. And it's funny, you said, and I love this, you said that if you don't get enough sleep, you eat more. Totally, I know, because, I eat so much but that's, when I don't sleep. Yeah, and yeah. that's the solution. People are so confused with why they feel ravenous. Yeah. And, and it really, it harkens back to sleep. I think it, most working adults are sleep deprived, to be go. honest. Yeah. Um, you know, if COVID has taught us anything, you know, working from home, it's it's to listen to your body and get enough rest, you know. Yeah. Uh, people are just go, go, go all the time. I'm go, go, go all the time, so I get it, but it's important to make sure that you cater to your body's needs because, yeah. you know, you're gonna end up overeating, binging, um, you know, eating unhealthy things, gravitating more towards carbs and sugars just for that like quick energy when what you really just need to do is take a nap or yeah, sleep, you know, 20 minutes longer, an hour longer. Just make sure you're getting close to those eight hours a night. I think, I think really that's a important. good solution because that's something that people don't automatically go to when they think of like stress relief. Yeah. They don't, I mean, people take naps, right? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, when they're busy and they got a family and they got stuff going on, they think of other things for stress relief when, in fact, they're just, they're right. just burnt out. Right. I mean, working out, yeah. Yeah. Working yeah. out is, is a big stress reliever, but, but also making sure you take care of your body. Really, yeah. it all ties together and fitness and health is, is all part of that. That's true. That's true. So, do you have any, organizations you work with what do you yeah you do so health, you do the meals thing, i do right? yeah, i do so yeah. you know another part of my day-to-day life is sensible meals, sensible meals okay. um so it's cool you guys check it out yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 we have a little cup over here actually if you want to show them a sensible yeah, actually, meals good, yeah. product placement <laughs> right here you guys man i'm hungry i need some sensible meals yeah so i've actually been on the meals since 2016 i believe 2016 or 2017 so it's, okay. it's been a good while um i do the paleo meal plan okay which is gluten free dairy free and sugar free okay um and i just find that my body likes that more you, do you know? feel more energetic with yes. that meal plan okay yes, a lot I of people do, do. that's I the do. big thing yeah yeah um it's pretty pretty clean um okay. you know most of the carbs are either going to be like cauliflower rice or sweet potatoes um lots of grilled chicken you know lots of meat you know the paleo meal plan is the the caveman diet so it's pretty high protein um and a lot of veggies which i think is important you know for fiber but um it's really given me a lot of energy and so if you guys want to try the meals you can okay. use my discount code erandon and that okay. will save you um twenty dollars off your first month which is a really great discount and that is a good solution for people who do not want to cook their food who want yes. a simple solution to just having their meals ready yes so and and specified for their goal
roll. Yes, and know? if you flip it yeah. over on the back, it actually has all the macros. You know, you've probably talked to your viewers a lot about Ooh, the yeah. importance of macros. Mm -hmm. um, so you can flip it over and check out the exact calories on each meal and just kind of plug in the macros to meet your goals. Okay, okay, perfect. That's awesome. Guys, I think that's it. Emily, you were freaking wonderful. Thank you so much Thank for being you, on Ian. this. It's great, it's awesome. Go check out AverageBrosFitness.com. There are more interviews, more free content. We have live events coming up. I have research videos. There's a bunch of crap you guys can sink your teeth into. So that's it, you guys. Thank you so much. Alrighty. So I have an idea. 